0: Hello there and a very warm welcome to this week's episode of New Horizons. I'm Vaughan Bennison. Thanks for your company. Some months ago now we spoke with Naomi Barber who is in charge of the Eye to the Future of Employment project with Blind Citizens Australia. This project was funded by the National Disability Insurance Agency and is all about improving prospects for blind and vision impaired people in employment. Time for an update on that project. Here's Naomi now.
1: An eye to the future of employment is what we've been working on for the last few months, Um, and it and it has four main components. To date, we've been working incredibly hard behind the scenes to develop a website designed to support both employers and those people who are looking for work. Um, But it's going to specifically provide resources and. We aim for that to increase employer confidence in hiring employees who are blind and vision impaired, and um, break down some of those barriers. So we've got lots of employers that are really keen to hire, but they just don't have the end-to-end resources to make make it easy for them to make their recruitment process uh, accessible, their um, onboarding and training accessible. Um, so our website that we'll launch in the coming weeks should be um, really helpful to a lot of those HR people. And on the flip side of that, it will all also support people who are looking for work um, with some of the specific needs that people that are blind and vision impaired have when they're job seeking um, and we'll provide them some resources to help them through that process. So, really excited for that to go live um, and we'll be supporting that probably on Facebook where we'll, we'll... have everybody talking about their employment experiences, some of the things that have helped them in employment um, and hope that it's a really interactive way for people um, to be a bit more confident about going for different types of jobs. Mm.
0: You talked about yep. um, employers not having the resources to make things that go to make recruitment accessible and, and onboarding and training accessible. What sort of resources are we talking about?
1: So we're talking about everything from advertising a job but making sure that the job ad is accessible. So can a blind person open the document and will a screen reader read it? Um, uh, are the things in PDF? Can, can they be changed to Word format? Um, so we really want to tackle it from the first point when it goes out as a job ad um, and then where even simple resources like you know how to set up a room for an interview um the instructions on how to get to the interview where it'll be held who who you'll be meeting with um all those things that in the first instance can make or break for anyone really Mm -hmm. um that first step in the door we want to make sure that An employer can just take these resources and make their policies and procedures encompass all of these things that say, well, hang on a second, it doesn't really matter if the person's blind, vision impaired, has a disability, this should be accessible for everybody. Um, And they don't have to go and change their, their processes each time they want to advertise. They will just have... The accessible way of doing things. So, um, you know, there's some really simple um, cheat sheets, uh, you know, things to say, things not to say. I, we find a lot when we talk to employers, they just don't know the, you know, the PC thing to say or, um, you know, the right words to use. So, we just put some resources together that will help people understand um the right way to do things and demystify some of those um, bigger bigger things like people that use assistive technology. Um, we, we've got some pages about, you know, what's it like um, a person using a screen reader? What does that mean? Um, what does it look like? What, what does it sound like? How do we get it, you know? So, um, if we can make these things less scary to an employer, um, we can certainly make the process a lot easier um, and break down a lot of those barriers in the first instance.
0: Let's look at the other side of it then, the, uh, the imp- or prospective employees, someone who's blind or vision impaired looking for work. What are some of the, the really important things that, uh, that we can think about as we go through this process that this project is looking at?
1: Sure. Well, we're going to cover a little bit of everything on the website in terms of resources as well, but some of the things that um, stand out are making sure that um, your resume is up to date, that it's well formatted, that it that it captures the right information because that's the first thing that employers are going to see. And if that doesn't impress them or um, there's mistakes in it or it's it's not up to date, that's, that's not even going to get you an interview. So, we really want to make sure that everyone has enough information about what their resume needs to capture, what it needs to look like, um, so that they can get that first step through the door based on their skills, their experience and their background, and they're not culled at that first step because they didn't present themselves well enough on a piece of paper. Um, And there's so many different resources out there these days that can help you um, design templates and and make things look really good. Um, So a lot of the resources we have are about presenting yourself to an employer, whether that's with your resume, your cover letter, physically presenting to an employer, personal presentation, communication. Um, we want to make sure that we cover all of that. And it's all specific to people that are blind and vision impaired, because we know that there's websites out there that cater to disability, but we wanted to make this blindness specific so that there'll be lots of content that's quite relative to our to our membership.
0: And how far have we come with this now and uh, and what's still left to be done?
1: So, the website is in the very final stages. Uh, the resources are developed, they're being checked and the website has been built. It's just a matter of getting all the content up there. We'll also be showcasing the four videos that we've created. Uh, we had a wonderful um, response to the call out for people to share their, in- their stories of their employment and we picked four amazing candidates. We captured them in their workplaces and how they get to work and what they do at work and some of the ways that they um, manage in their workplace. Workplaces with assistive tech and things like that—that that should all go live uh, in the next couple of weeks.
0: And we're combating this rate of unemployment, which is significantly high, somewhere between seventy and eighty percent. I understand of people who are blind or vision impaired are currently unemployed.
1: It's it's a really large number, um, and when you look at that in com- in comparison to the national unemployment rate, it, you know it speaks volumes. So we we figure it needs to be a real end to end process for us. That's why we're doing the resources, um, the videos, then talk to your employers and employees that have had great success stories. The internships that we're, we're working on, um, they will then help to um, showcase people who are blind and vision impaired in the workplace and um, break down some of those I guess, preconceived notions or the, the concerns people have about hiring people um, who are blind and vision impaired. And we're really excited to um, work with partner organisations and other organisations um, that we've started to make relationships with um, to to showcase a range of um a range of skills and experiences um, and we know that some of those stories will end up on our website down the track as well.
0: Let's talk about the internships from the point of view of the employee themselves I mean it's something you can put on your resume if you worked for six months or 12 months at a particular organisation and at a particular level of, of job that uh, you know that says a lot that you didn't have before doesn't it?
1: Absolutely. Experience is great. Employers, employers want to see voluntary work. They want to see paid work. They want to see where you've been active and you've been developing and, and getting skills and experiences. So, you don't necessarily have to have a 20-year work history to impress an employer. You just need to be someone who's engaged and interested and has a bit of knowledge. So, um, getting these things on your resume is incredibly important for um, a workplace, but also really important for you to know what you want to do what you don't want to do, what you like, what you dislike, um, testing how you go getting to and from work, um, what what sort of things you enjoy doing, what's what's out of maybe the realm of what what you can do, um, what what modifications need to happen. Um, that's really helpful for when you go for a job and you can say, look, this is what I need, this is what works for me. Um, it's really helpful when you get to that stage of an interview with an employer to know all of that stuff and be able to demonstrate some skills and experience.
0: We're moving into a situation across the world at the moment where people are self-isolating either voluntarily or they're being forced into a position where they have to self-isolate for for medical and contagion reasons. But, you know, in my opinion, this has a lot of real positives for people who are blind or vision impaired in the workforce because Um, in many respects, it takes away a lot of the barriers to gaining work or at least to holding down a job and they are the the barriers that are quintessentially physical.
1: This is absolutely correct. And it's something that's, you know, while this is an amazing time that we're going through and it's incredibly confronting, there's a lot happening and a lot of unknown, um, what we are seeing is that workforces are becoming more remote. Um, Things are being... Done differently, and I think you know when when we start talking about different in the workplace and changes um, to to operation, that really opens up a lot of doors to people that are blind and vision impaired, people with disabilities. Who, whereas before, employers were very hardline. This is what we do. This is what we've always done. And this is you know this is our process. Now things are changing. Things are different, um, which means that there are greater opportunities to say, well, hang on a second, this is how. You know, we can do it remotely or this is the modification we've made at home to do this. And, and, and it's going to be, I think, a bit of an easier argument to an employer um, now that we're seeing change and difference in the workplace.
0: What it's perhaps not so positive for, though, Naomi, is the fact that uh, part of this project included a symposium, um, <laughs> which is not going to be very practical just at the moment with uh, all of the barriers to travel and, as I mentioned before, isolation and things like that. Do you have a plan for this or is it still going to go ahead just later on?
1: Yeah, so the idea was that we'd hold a face-to-face symposium um, that brought together uh, decision makers employers HR people uh, to talk to them about um challenging the perceptions around hiring people that were blind and vision impaired and we're going to use some of those amazing internship stories and in the videos and and share all the resources um, so with the climate that we're in at the moment uh there's no real gatherings that are happening face to face and we don't know how long that's going to be so there are there are some strategies that we're, we're considering um, Obviously, there's the possibility that we can hold it down the track when things get back to, I guess, normal (laughs) or what we used to know as normal. Um, There's also moving to a a more virtual platform. So, um, we need to investigate a little bit more if there's uh, opportunity to deliver something online. Um, But we definitely feel that it's important to meet with some of these decision makers so that we can showcase um, these very real examples of people succeeding in the workplace um, so that it it supports, I guess, the push that we're we're taking to, to employers to start hiring people that are blind and vision impaired. So it will happen. In what format, I'm not entirely sure at the moment, but it will happen.
0: How can people find out more about this project?
1: Well, I would suggest that people definitely keep an eye on um, our announcements list and um, we will also share the social media site when it's up and running so people can talk about those, you know, how do I explain a break in employment or what's the best way to cover this in my resume? We can, we can discuss all those things on social media. The best way to keep updated with what we're doing is with the BCA website, which is www bca.org.au and then if you click on the projects you'll find an eye to the future of employment Um, and you can also give me a call on 1800 033 660 uh, or my email which is naomi.barber at bca.org.au. Uh, but you should see things happening in the next couple of weeks and um, jump online and have a chat about your employment history or your your plans or some of the strategies you use. Um, and we can all learn from each other.
0: And if you'd like to get in touch with Blind Citizens Australia, the telephone number is 1800 033 660. 1800 If you'd like to email, bca at bca.org.au, bca at bca.org.au. We're moving into a period at the moment where people are forced to stay at home, or perhaps some people are... Choosing to stay at home for medical reasons. I'd like to get an idea from you what you'd like to hear on New Horizons as we move into this time. The other thing I'd like to hear about is some tips and tricks that you have and what you intend to do in this period of self isolation. You can contact me by email new.horizons at bca.org.au, new.horizons at bca.org.au. And just like the podcast episode we did a couple of months ago, if you can send a one or two minute audio file. With your tips and tricks for self-isolation and perhaps a few things that uh, you might like to pass on to people about how they might manage the process as well. Do take care, I'll talk to you next week. We we'll achieve the realization of a dream.